everyone and welcome to the Pittsburgh Current Podcast from coming to you live from beautiful Beachview Business District from Sorgatron Media. I'm <laughs> Pittsburgh Current Editor and Publisher Charlie Deach. I am uh, ill today. Uh, we have a ongoing plague ripping through the office and since there's only like five or six of us in there at one time, it, it, it rips through pretty quickly. Um, so bear with me, um, but I'm excited about today's show because we have um, from the scare house, we have Scott Simmons and Katie Dudas, and they've had some, uh, we've got a new look for scare house this year, new location, new setup. Um, but also, um, that all comes with, uh, new problems. Correct. <laughs> yes. So, um, whoever would like, so tell us a little bit about, um, what precipitated, first of all, what precipitated the move from Aetna to the strip district? We had largely outgrown uh, the building in Aetna actually a couple years ago. It's it was I mean it's still there. <laughs> it's a very cool old building. We all mm. love that building. It was a hundred plus years old, crazy haunted, really fun. But Scarehouse continued to get more and more acclaim and more and more popular than we could have ever imagined. So you know Aetna is not a huge thriving town. And then with some of the development that did happen, we started losing our parking. Mm. So there were such burdens to experience Scarehouse. You had to park at the zoo. There were shuttle buses, you know. And wow. we just started looking ahead into the future and realizing eventually this is going to start hitting a pretty hard wall of we can't, you know, we can't facilitate the parking, the amount of people that we're having now can't expand, you know, and we tried to work with the township as best we could, but it just reached a point of like, we got to find a new location. Yeah. And, uh, there, because Scarehouse is known for being uh, more than a little ambitious, <laughs> we really had this idea that, well, let's just take down this place that's been here for 12 years in, and occupies three floors of a massive building, right. pack it up, move to a new building, set it up. It became uh, very obvious very quickly that that was crazy. <laughs> and so it took us six months just to do that first phase, yeah. just to tear everything down, pack it up, wow. move it out. So, you know, Scarehouse is on hiatus. It will return next year. But, you know, we still wanted to, we still like scaring people. We sure. still like having some fun. Who doesn't? Yeah. So we, um, we found this space in the Strip District right there on Penn mm -hmm. Avenue. And I've been calling it, it's, First of all, it's our new headquarters. Like we actually have an office. There's a whole team of mm. scarehouse people now that that's where we can plan all our world domination plans. Right. So that's great. But then within that same space, we are getting into the screen district concept, which I bet Katie would love to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm on recording at this point with screen exactly. district. So screen district, <laughs> um, it's essentially it houses our basement attraction, which mm -hmm. is our 18 over immersive horror experience. Yeah. And then also this new escape room stalked by a killer, which is super cool. It's got the jump scares of a haunted house, but there's no actors yeah. inside, but oh. things happen. You get startled, you laugh you have fun. Right. So it, it's, it's definitely a cool, fun concept. Definitely in our wheelhouse, definitely very scare yeah. housey. And, um, I like that word scare housey. We zombify scare things in scare, <laughs> scare, scare yeah. housey. <laughs> we in make scare a lot of fashion. Yes. yes. 
So that's, um, yeah, so it's super cool. It's definitely, and I think a lot of what the move too was like the fans were asking for more and right. we just mm -hmm. couldn't give them more in yeah. that location as much as we wanted to. We'd packed as much stuff as we could and they were just like, we want more. And we're like, oh, we're trying. <laughs> and did you guys, did you guys, do you guys have the location for next year yet or is that still something? That in is the on a need stages. to know basis. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we're, I like we're, I, I will say, you know, um, we are trying, I think Scarehouse is also known for trying some new and radical concepts. Mm -hmm. So part of what we are doing this year, I think we're, we've, with the, with the basement, with the escape room, with some of the other things is really sort of going back and blowing stuff up a bit. And, yeah. you know, I, I think we're looking at this as an opportunity to really shake things up and try some radical new things within Scarehouse, within Haunted Houses. So part of the reason why we're being a little cryptic, of course, is on a blunt level, we just want everyone to focus on what we're doing this year. Right. But sure. a lot of it is some of the stuff we're trying, we want to make sure we can actually pull it all off yeah. before we start promoting it. <laughs> makes so, sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Look at us using our brains. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Twelve years in, you're finally thinking, huh? Exactly. That's what, yeah. My issues. I still haven't started. Um, so let's talk a little bit about um, Scream District. Uh, the um, the escape room. So what do you? I mean, and obviously we don't want to give away any any of the big surprises. But um, how do you approach an escape room in terms of still trying to give at least some level of the of the scares and the excitement that folks are used to? Well, Katie and I talked a lot about this with the design team mm -hmm. that. We wanted this to be uh, open to a wider audience. Yeah. You know, both Scarehouse and Basement are definitely a little bit more hardcore, yeah. a little bit more for your people who really like to be scared. And Katie was the one who was really pushing for, we kind of want this to be a little bit more, not only PG, but we want kids to come out yeah. and play this. And a lot of that was a back and forth on, okay, how the difference between being ew and gross and oh that's really graphic and disturbing and trying to have like yeah. without giving away anything there are a lot of moments in it that um they're a little bit more intense than say goosebumps but sure. it's more if so, you know the little scares happen and you're a little grossed out or you laugh as opposed to you know we're not trying to get into saw or hostile or right. some of this more r-rated stuff and it's really weird like especially in our world with like the conversations we have it's like yes. wait if it looks a little more, if the body's not so fresh and, yeah, and like, right. like there's a difference, like it's interesting. You start noticing like, this is not as scary to people yeah. like older blood, not as scary, fresh yeah. blood, a little more scary, frostbitten look, not as scary, but like this decapitation, yeah. you know, like yeah. trying to find that line. That's awesome. Cause we all like everybody does what they do. Everybody has a job, everybody. And I always think like, could, I couldn't imagine like somebody who maybe worked at a bank. Imagine like sitting in on, you know, our, meetings and thinking what are they talking about but i can't imagine like because you know we talk about it very seriously and i imagine that's what goes on you guys are you yeah. know it's a very sort of it's serious business for you guys and I, I think that's that that's really cool that you guys are you guys take it that serious when you're planning this out well and it's all everything is interconnected you know everything that has originated from scarehouse has originated from the core team and yeah. we all wear many 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 hats so design marketing branding they're all sitting at the same table yeah so that's one of the things that has helped us of, okay, so we identify that we want to do a thrilling escape room and we like the idea of it being like trapped in a room with a killer, uh, yeah. stalked by a killer. You know, it took us forever to come up with the name. Sure. And uh, then it becomes, okay, as we're doing the design, 
the marketing is sort of in part with that. So we're able to say, okay, we don't want this to be too gross. So, you know, it's a rare opportunity where the marketing person is actually yeah. talk, giving feedback to the designer on exactly like you're saying, the level of gore, the level right. of gross, the level of everything. But that's why uh, it's able to be such sort of a uniform expression when we create yeah. these projects. Yeah. I just think of like different severed heads on the table and just judging them all by their, that's a little too much, little yeah, too much spine real, yeah. coming yeah. out of the head. Yeah. There. Yeah. 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 Many a time it was like, all right, let's knock that one down a little bit. Let's yeah. yeah. Can we doll this a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the original plan was to open um, the attractions um, last, this past weekend. Is that correct? Well, actually the original plan was late September. Late September. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're not open yet. Yeah, so let's, let's, <laughs> let's go through that a little bit. You guys applied for a permit in early August. Is that correct? Is that sound right? Yes. And, and I want to be clear because I've said this a couple of times. Like, yeah. I don't think there are any – there's no maliciousness here. There are no right. bad guys in any of this. But at the risk of sounding a little bit like Jimmy Stewart, we are a small seasonal business in a big city with yeah. a lot of major development happening. Yeah. The uh, the whole process has recently been updated. This is my air quote. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's, you know, there's just a lot of things that in other communities would happen faster. And from what I've been told, even in the city of Pittsburgh used to happen faster. Yeah. So uh, when we applied for our building permit in early August, and by the way, when I say building permit, this has nothing to do with the actual escape room or the attractions. Yeah. This was, I mean, although that is related to it, but the primary things we're dealing with are upgrades to the actual building, uh, adding some new bathrooms yeah. for the public, uh, improving the front and back doors, the egress, so yeah. that they're uh, better prepared for life safety, better prepared for ADA, because both these attractions are fully uh, ADA compliant. And the issues were, we submitted the permits, they asked for a review, we gave a review, we received approval but we didn't receive approval until last friday you know last friday is the first time we had building permit in hand and then once you get the building permit in hand there's another gauntlet of inspections and permit approvals and things to go through and we yes originally we were looking at late september then it was yeah we just continue to shift back and back and back and now you know we're there are inspector. There's an inspector there right now, mm-hmm. and we have contractors who are committed to working around the clock, doing everything it can. It's yeah. just we are definitely sort of fighting an uphill battle to get everything done sure. and ready by hopefully Friday. Yeah. So, um, looking at some of the coverage of this so far, um, it appears as though the city got a little salty yesterday in the post yeah. Gazette. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, my friend Tim, our old friend Tim McNulty. Um, uh, so. You know, they're saying that it's not the city's fault, although when you look at August 9th to October 4th for the issuance, that seems like an extra long right. time to me. Um, and to be uh, – yeah, if I can add my little Please. salt to this, <laughs> <laughs> um, there's there, what we found out is we actually submitted – I believe it was August 2nd. Okay. And, um, you know, this – we are – I will say I've been dealing with – haunted houses that I quote. Well, number one, I've been dealing with haunted houses one way or another since the mid eighties mm-hmm. and scare house itself has existed since 99. So this is not the first rodeo we've dealt with a lot of different right. communities, building inspectors, etc. We submitted our plans on August 2nd and, and we're told, well, you'll hear your first 
response in 30 days. What we did not realize is that, well, once you submit, it's not marked as received until about a week later. Then when it's received about a week later, that's when the timer starts running. Oh, and BTW, it's 30 business days, not 30 (laughs) calendar days. So that's okay. Learning curve, learning curve. And yeah, I think that, um, I think in terms of some of the saltiness I've, I've seen in print, I think, yes, the building permit was issued Friday and which was our, you know, a day past our intended opening day. And, you know, the very first thing we did after we got that building permit was, okay, when can we get this next inspector out to start the process? The original date we were granted is, uh, next week. So I'm like, well, how would that have worked exactly? So, you know, then we have to pay extra money for X, but you know, we're, so we're running the gauntlet, but, um, you know, I don't, I'll say this again. I don't think anybody at the city deliberately like put their thumb on us or did whatever, but like the process moves pretty slow. Let's at least concede that, you know, this is a very daunting prospect for a small seasonal business when you're dealing with the city of Pittsburgh. Right. Yeah. And it, it just, it seems to me, I I guess the, uh, like I said, the the bit of animosity that that seems to come out in some of these, in some of these quotes doesn't seem, doesn't really make sense. Cause the goal of course is to, is to the goal of the city obviously should be to have more businesses, um, opening in the city. And this is, um, this is a, a, this is a major attraction. You guys coming into the city Mm -hmm. from, an outline community. And so you would think that it would be a little, the process would be a little more friendly to help you get you expedited on your, um, yeah. not even expedited, but just the process should move a little faster. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. And it's, I think one of my frustrations is that as a small business, and I understand, but when, uh, the city planners and they've told us this and that, and again, even the city planners, they always responded to our emails and our calls very mm-hmm. quickly. Like they did, everyone has been doing, what they can to the best of their yeah. ability. But the issue is there is, and, and I've said this a couple times to other folks, the issue is when you're dealing with permits and things in the city of Pittsburgh, there is no express lane like in right. a grocery store. Like it's everything is reviewed in the order of which it is right. received. So, you know, we have been going back and forth on a couple other issues, but the main issues sure. have been new installing new doors, right. installing new bathrooms. Well, you can and you can track this online, which is great, and you can see that ahead of you are huge projects, right? With big dockets that clearly take an entire day to review. And we're like, could we, could we just skip? It? Like, we literally right. just have these two items in our hand cart. Can yeah. we just skip ahead of you. Got nope. Okay. We'll yeah, wait. more common sense than uh, yeah. common sense scheduling rather than yeah, first come first serve because right. it just would expedite the process for everyone. I would think. And where the saltiness has come from, I'm not yeah. sure. I haven't, you know, I have not been in the room when those conversations yeah. happened. So um, <clears throat> you're listening to the Pittsburgh current podcast uh, here with editor and publisher, Charlie Deach. And we are here with Scott Simmons and Katie Dudas of the Scarehouse scream district. Um, so talk to me a little bit about the history of the basement. That was something you guys brought in when a few years ago, right? Well, I was curious. Is it 2000, 2013? Okay. So we've actually been, been doing this now. for a while now. And it, um, it all started, Sorry, sitting back on. Let me tell you a story. Uh, <laughs> Gather around, it, children. And it's like, so, let me take this time. When I- in our old building, let's see if I can speed through this. In our old building, there was this great space underneath the main floor mm-hmm. that was very creepy and very atmospheric. 
But I, so I knew there was something we could do down there, but I was struggling with what because of some of the life safety issues down there, meaning there's, there didn't, it could not handle the kind of throughput that Scarehouse yeah. does. You know, it, there were stairwells going down and, you know, realistically with the occupancy, it was very limited occupancy that we could put down there. And around the same time is when I started experiencing more and more immersive experiences like uh, Bricolage did Strata around 2012, I think. Uh, I'd gone to New York and seen shows like Sleep No More. And I really got excited about this idea of doing something more intimate and doing something where it was more, no more than two people at a time. And instead of the kind of high throughput haunted attraction experience where you're walking through and the actors just jump out, scare you and you keep moving. What if we could do a series of vignettes, a series of scenes in which it's just you and a friend in a room with one character who's actually right. interacting, talking, being creepy. Then the added level was I, there were more haunts in, there was one in New York. Uh, some of the theme parks ironically were getting into this Bush gardens in Tampa was starting to experiment with this idea of doing something a little bit more intense or quote unquote extreme. Right. So we sort of like a salad bar picked and picked from all these different places. And I really started thinking about, well, what if we do not only this intimate immersive kind of experience where it's no more than two people at a time and it's kind of slow and more engaging, yeah. let's also make it R rated. Let's also change the rules a little bit. And that first year was really kind of an experiment and it was very popular very quickly. And, um, you know, it's, it's been a fascinating process. It is wild for me to think that we've been doing it for so long now. Right. Uh, and it's, you know, it's got its own, as Katie can tell you, it's got its own fan base. It's got its own audience. Yeah. You know, a lot of times we'll have people try both and they sort of gravitate towards, you know, they might, I've seen people who like Scarehouse and love Basement. Yeah. People who love Basement like Scarehouse, but it's usually like, it's sort of a Coke Pepsi thing. Like right. you, yeah. you've, got, you've got one. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's, 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 it's been an interesting challenge because it's not, yes, it is a quote unquote extreme haunted house. Yeah. And I know there are videos online of some of these haunted houses where they're doing really just terrible, awful things to people. Like torture porn. Like torture porn. Wow. Like, yeah. And I always stress that the basement is still fun. You know, it's just a little bit, it's the atomic hot wing. It's a little bit more, right. you know, there is electricity. There is, it's more participatory than just walking through, you know, if, if, if you walk through a traditional haunted house and you see a coffin, your first thought is, oh, I bet something's coming out of that coffin. Mm -hmm. You go through a basement, you see a coffin, you go, oh, no, I'm going in there. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I, like, I get a lot of times, you know, doing appearances, like we're at Steel City Con, we're a lot of places, yeah. and people are like, what's this basement about? And like, what's the difference? <clears throat> and I think one of the best ways to describe it is like, you go through a normal haunted house and you're like, I don't like this scene. I'm going to walk really fast out of this scene. Right. When you're in the basement, you uh, are in that scene for like three minutes with this actor yeah. doing whatever's happening in the scene. And you don't leave till that actor is done with you in right. that scene. And then depending on how I act with this actor, they're reacting to me. Mm -hmm. These these are just, yeah. our, our actors are brilliant. They're so good at just being able to respond. Like you can throw pretty much anything at them and they're going to have a response and mm -hmm. maintain their characters. And it's it's so cool. Yeah. And it's such a like higher level of, I don't want to be like acting, but acting. Like, yes. Yes. It, it really is. It's, it's like you, you have to, you're forced to um, sort of confront those things that are making you uncomfortable. And I think that, you know, people need to do that anyway. So that's kind yes. of an interesting way to, and we, to have it, that. We, I mean, we do have a safety word. We do have a thing and it's, mm -hmm. 
And we stress that, because I know there are other haunted houses that have the safety word, and they treat it like fraternity hazing, frankly. Like, come on, say it. You know, we're going to make you say it. Oh. We use it as a true safety word. Right. We're just saying, like, we want you to finish. Right. We want you to do this. If at any point it gets too extreme, you can say the safety word. We're not going to embarrass you. We're not going to make a big thing out of it. But this is here as a safety valve. You know, we're going to push you past your boundaries a little bit. And I, my favorite stories of customers going through the basement are the ones who didn't think they could do it. Mm-hmm. Right. Or we had one last year who uh, said the safety word, money. Uh, very early in the process, she came out and our manager really encouraged her, said, no, go in, try it again. You know, I'm not going to charge you again. Try it again. You know what? Yeah. I'll go in with you. I'll hold your hand. Like we were her coach. And yeah. When she came out. You could see it was Triumphant. like that Rocky moment. Yeah. She was like, I did it. And that, that's what I love. I yeah. want people mm-hmm. to face these things and have fun, but also realize that the power to do this thing is in them. They yeah. can face all this stuff. Is it several different interactive scenes? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. And um, it's gotten very popular. I mean, you guys usually it sells out, right? It sells out in advance. Yeah, it you, yeah it sells out in advance, and, and you know, admittedly, part of that is because, unlike a traditional haunted house, there are only so many time slots right. available. You know, we're doing a group of two every three minutes. You start doing that math, and then you know, unlike a traditional haunted house, it's very intense. I mean, it's actors in a haunted house always are being very aggressive and very intense, but you can't, it's not like I can extend the basement for hours and hours on an end. Cause these actors are in that moment and they're in that scene right. you know, after four or five hours, they're pretty much yeah, I would mud. So, so. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, I think the, I think this year, one of my favorite things is one of our actresses is a demon yeah. and listening to her warm up oh, and yeah. become this character is horrifying yeah. to hear. Cause yeah. she's yeah. warming up her vocals and she's doing these exercises and she becomes this, and this yeah. is wow. her voice changes. Everything changes her demeanor, the way she holds herself, yeah. and you could tell when she's in that headspace. It's really cool to see. Yeah. Where do you where do you typically find? I mean, obviously, it's it's an acting job, so there are obviously actors out there who who come and audition and so forth. But I would think it also would take kind of a, a special kind of performer to come in and do something like this. What do you look for in a performer? <laughs> well, one thing I can tell you we do not look for are the people that come in and like, I did this horrifying thing yep. <laughs> and I do this law breaking, horrifying right. thing yeah. and I should be in the basement. And it's like, that's no yeah. <laughs> red flag, yeah. red flag. Yeah. Scott will literally drive red flags. <laughs> yeah. I have drawn red flags on people's applications before. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's finding the people who can separate and are looking for this as a challenge, as an actor, as an experience, mm-hmm. as opposed to. I'm going to bend people to my will. Right. I'm going to break like, okay. You know, and yeah. it's with primary scare house too. We do that same thing. Like we want people to understand that this is supposed to be fun. This is supposed to be a release, you know, for a large portion of our cast, including in the, I mean, we do get a lot of actors who come from improv backgrounds. Sure. You know, some of them have at this point, decades of acting experience, but we also get some actors that this is the only acting experience they do all year. You yeah. know, they're working in the medical field or they're working in an office all day and they're thinking, I get to scream at people tonight. I get to, <laughs> you know, have this experience. Those are the folks we're looking for yeah. as opposed to, as Katie said, we've had some people who <laughs> on their interview, they delight on how they made somebody cry or oh, how they like yeah. bent them to their will. I'm like, yeah. you're a bully. No, <laughs> I don't, don't like want those. you in my life. No. This would strike me too as something that, and we get this sometimes because we're an alt weekly, we, we get a lot of people when we, when we, put out for a job, people say, oh, you know what? I always want to try to write. 
Oh, you know, like, this is not, you know, so I'm sure you get people who yes. think I've always wanted to try and I've always wanted to do this. I think that yeah. anybody can step in and do this stuff. It's, yeah. it's sort of, yeah. I've always wanted to try to be a brain surgeon. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's exactly. always, yeah. Nobody been yeah. walking to UPMC and say, yeah, I'd like to do a lung transplant. Today. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but, um, so what is, what are the tentative plans for opening right now? What are the, the plans for getting? Well, I mean, it's, again, our stuff is essentially red to go. Um, yeah. You know, we just, we have been, what has benefited us is because the scale of these experiences are a bit smaller and our audience, especially for the basement. And I think I'm finding for escape rooms, mm -hmm. they understand that they have to get their tickets early in advance yeah. and they have to buy them online. So um, we've been very, very lucky that with both basement and escape room, our audience has sort of been trained that, oh, we have to buy tickets in advance and we know we have to do it online. So that's been a little bit easier for us to navigate mm -hmm. the continual uh, yeah. refunding and exchanging and rescheduling. And so far, uh, and I'm so grateful for this, the fans have completely understood our situation mm -hmm. and they, you know, they're excited to experience this, even if it means it might be in November at this point as right. we have to extend our run. Um, if we were, a, I can't say if we were doing the larger scarehouse experience, which had a much larger amount of people, this would be really uh, rough. Yeah. But um, so far, you know, so, I mean, the hope is we have said we would very much like to open Friday. Mm -hmm. And uh, I know every time I say this, I get more salt, uh, <laughs> but it's not up to us. Like right. we, we have contractors ready to go. We have all this stuff. You know, we know it. We just need a few days of work to finish all the upgrades to the building. But the reality is we can't do that until we get all the permits and right. the inspections and things. And, you know, that is happening this week. We're doing everything we can. So, you know, as soon as we're hoping for Friday, but we have no real power Friday. over the... Friday next week. Friday yes. next week. Yeah. yeah. If you guys wanted to do like sort of a terrifying, you could have like somebody, you could have like one of your scenes could be the permit process. And you <laughs> right. <laughs> I told you October 13th. Right. Yeah, it would be great. <laughs> I, I think one of the cool things about having yeah. such a small team that we, our core team is, you know, we have direct contact with the customers. You know, mm -hmm. we're the ones calling and emailing yeah. and getting, you know, social media, they're talking to us. Yeah. yeah. And then we're able to get that mess. You know, we're like, this is what we're seeing. And then we're able to get the message out to our customers. And it's, it's so cool that like, that it's, a, it's such a small, like there's no like, okay, this is a thing we're seeing. I got to let somebody else know. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe we should do, you know, it's, it's instant. Like, yeah. okay, customers are saying this, this is how we're going to adjust. This is how we're going to make sure that they know this message is getting yeah. out mm -hmm. and letting them know what's going on. And like Scott said, they've been wonderful. Like I, right. I it's we've a lot of sleepless nights, a lot of like, sure. Oh man, please don't be mad at us. We love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so this is obviously this is a Halloween attraction and people mm -hmm. are like, Oh, it's ready for it. But when do you, when do you start? I mean, obviously this year's a little different. When, I mean, is it a year round process or most oh, yeah. of a year round process? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, even this, well, this year we moved into the space in mid June. Mm -hmm. So, um, and you know, to be clear before we even moved in, in mid June, we'd already identified the need for bathrooms. Like nothing that the city is asking for is mm -hmm. unreasonable. And most of it is not entirely unexpected. What was unexpected was the amount of time it would take right. to say, Hey, can we do a thing? How about this? Oh, sure. Okay. Did that just take 12 weeks? Cause I think that just took 12 weeks. Right. But, um, yeah, in this case, uh, I, I believe our first conversations with the designer of the escape room were in 
uh, February, I believe, February. And then the actual design for basement was, it was definitely in the spring time. Yeah. I couldn't tell you the exact time, but we, every year what happens is, you know, in this case with the basement, we will, like last year we did Christmas in the basement. And as soon as that wrapped, we had, yeah, that would be fun. We had surveys, we had feedback, Mm -hmm. you know, we talked among our core team, we saw what the customers were telling us. And then that's when we start thinking and, you know, not really locking down hardcore pre-production, but we're thinking about it all year. And yeah, this year was around springtime. We started really designing and plotting and scheming for the, and you know, we're obviously fairly deep into our top secret, super cool plans for Scarehouse 2020 right now. <laughs> right. Yeah. In I, quote, in quote yeah. unquote, normal world world, we're starting in January. Wow. Yeah. With planning. Yeah. And it's, it's January, you know, like soft plans. And then by March we're building. That's yeah. like quote unquote normal world is like, at what point do you start hiring performers? Usually in the summer. In the summer? Yeah, July, sometimes August. It just kind of depends on where we're at with things and yeah. what we can get out. And it's because you have to do it early because there are a lot of really great haunted attractions yeah. in Pittsburgh. We're super lucky because what's really cool about having other cool haunted attractions is you go to one, you're like, oh man, I had so much fun. I want to go to another yeah, one. And yeah. so you luck out and, and we are, you know, we try to get the message out early for actors because we want to get the great actors and yep. we're all kind of looking for the great actors. So yeah, usually summertime, July. I think. Yeah. 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 What, um, I meant to ask this earlier when we were talking about the escape room, what size groups can participate in that? Up to eight. Up to eight. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So you can do like, if it's just you and a friend, you could do you and a friend, but it's up to eight. People can go okay. into the escape room one time. And yeah, it's very, it is not an eighties themed escape room, but it has that eighties aesthetic. It definitely mm-hmm. okay. feels like, a slasher movie from the eighties to me, like the nice. small group of eight <laughs> yeah. and then bit by bit. We with, again, without giving away any spoilers, I love that there are moments where somebody in your group, or there are at least three or four moments in the experience where somebody in the group has to do something <laughs> they probably don't want to do. And then it becomes not even so much solving the puzzle, but going, well, you should do it. Well, I did the last <laughs> one. I did this. And, you know, I would love, there's certain things we, I would love to be able to do something like quick run for help or do, you know, but yeah. um, it's that exact experience. And there's one moment, which is anybody who grew up, like I did watching a slasher movies where, you know, things start falling out of the closets and stuff like that's, that's what I was looking yeah, for. That's and awesome. Great. And, and again, ages, it's, Easily, it's age appropriate for what would you say? We say it's like a PG thirteen experience. Okay. We yeah. suggest yeah. twelve and up. Yeah, because okay. you just yeah. Right. Yeah. It's uh, so when you guys first started Scarehouse, um, was it something? Did you think it would grow into the popular pop as popular as it has? <laughs> no. Yeah. No. I mean, we you know when when so Scarehouse is still a family business. It's still mm-hmm. owned by uh, my dad, and myself, and you know, started all the way back in 99. And, you know, I always thought, well, it would be great if this was my full-time job, which now it is, Mm -hmm. but never could have conceived of having multiple full-time employees. There's a scare house healthcare plan. Uh, (laughs) That was a weird moment. Uh, Like, yeah. We have dental and healthcare. (laughs) We do. Yeah. Um, But yeah. And, and never could have conceived that, you know, it would get to such a thing where, uh, not only the big crowds that come out, but weird, so many weird moments of like a friend of mine has played various characters. And one year we had a shirt made with her character on it. Mm-hmm. And I remember just walking down the street in the middle of the summer and somebody I didn't even know right. is wearing a Scarehouse t-shirt. I'm like, 
that's my friend's face <laughs> on you. How, this is so strange. And, you know, it never, I never stop being grateful for it, but it never stops being so completely surreal. Yeah. And with all this nonsense going on with the city, that has been a very trippy moment for me. Number one, navigating the saltiness, because I'm right. not somebody who seeks out conflict. And then, but then on top of that going, is are we known in the, is the mayor's office have an opinion about this weird little spooky thing that we're doing? Like, oh, that's, that's heavy. That's yeah. Big. So. Yeah. It's something certainly that everybody, whether you've, whether you've gone or not, it's something that everybody knows about. I mean, I think, yeah. I think, you know, most people at least they, when they think about, you know, Pittsburgh Scarehouse is one of the attractions that people think of. The, the, one of the strangest moments for me was a few years ago was at a uh, convention. Cause yes, there is an actual trade show for on attraction yeah. industry and it's become an international yeah. uh, industry. And we were in line for an event and just making small talk. And there was a group behind us from Paris mm-hmm. and you know, we're talking like, what's that? Like running a haunted attraction in Paris and I had talked to them, got all their information. And they said, I'm, and they said, well, where are you from? And I said, well, I'm, I run Scarehouse in Pittsburgh. And I went, oh, yeah, Scarehouse. I'm like, you're in Paris. <laughs> wow. But they had heard of yeah. Scarehouse in Pittsburgh. And that was trippy. So what are the um, – do you have plans for anything beyond – I mean, obviously, this has been quite an experience trying to get this up and running. But it, do you have plans for anything? Like you did Christmas in the basement before. you have any plans for anything like that we, later on this year? Maybe. Yeah. Uh, especially <laughs> Well <laughs> – Especially now that, you know, our opening in October has yeah. been delayed so much. Uh, we're going to find out if people like to get scared in November. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and hopefully they do. Uh, that's 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 a marketing challenge that Katie is <laughs> really enthused excited. and excited about. Uh, that, But yeah, we are planning to do uh, Christmas in the Basement again yeah. this year. You heard it here first. Wow. And, um, you know, that... We had planned to have a couple of weeks off between basement, right. regular basement, and Christmas basement. That might not be the case this it year. It might be a weekend. Or uh, two days. It might be, yeah. <laughs> two days, yeah. <laughs> Part of the interactive experience might be here, hang these Christmas decorations. Um, <laughs> it's scary. Uh, but, oh my yeah. gosh, with like an overbearing parent going, you're not yeah. hanging that right. <laughs> right. Your grandparent right. like yelling at you. <laughs> which could be one of the, which could be one of the scares. Like yeah. your, grand, your grandmother yelling you to hang the stocking. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. I, I talked to somebody the other day about this because, you know, we started talking about, well, what does it mean to do an adult haunted house? Mm-hmm. And I've always struggled with that too. Cause as soon as they say adult or R rated haunted house, like, oh, does that mean there's like nudity and stuff? Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> but it, it's a lot of it is subject matter. And we have talked about, could we do like office cubicle day? You know, could we do like awkward elevator conversation? Yeah. Could we do like Thanksgiving dinner with the, with that one uncle that's right. got strong opinions? Like, could we, mm-hmm. could we pull that off? Like, no, no, too, yeah. too much, too yeah, real. Maybe too much to, to try and get in. But I would think that that would almost be because for someone like me, who's not a huge haunted house person, although my nephew likes them. So we've done them from time to time. Um, but I love Christmas. Like I would, I would maybe do that. But then I feel like that's probably more terrifying because that's something that everybody associates with Halloween. You're supposed to get scared. Mm-hmm. Christmas, everything's supposed to be. Oh, everything is, you know, gingerbread and gumdrops. But um, it would be kind of cool to go into a kind of effed up Christmas, which yeah. a lot of us have anyway. But and I would love to get back to that tradition that dates back to you know Dickens in London of yeah. the ghost stories. You oh know, yeah, Christmas ghost stories is a big part of the thing. Like it's 
it's kind of creepy. It's, you know, there's a lot of symbolism in winter of death and things dying around. And of course you're very, that's a period where you do become sort of nostalgic and you're remembering back. And I think for me, I've, well, I find everything terrifying, but, um, <laughs> I've all often thought like that time of year is, can be a bit melancholy and can mm-hmm. be a bit creepy. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a fun thing. But then on the other thing, and this is also my somewhat subversive side coming out, there is so much forced fun and forced participation mm-hmm. in Christmas yeah. that I kind of delight in being a little rebellious of, yeah. you know, no, I don't want to go to the mall. No, I don't want to go to the Carol Sings. I kind of want to do something a little bit mm-hmm. dark and weird and edgy. And I, it's funny, I uh, years and years ago, there used to be a year-round haunted house in Orlando called uh, Terror on Church Street. Mm-hmm. And the creative director there told me one of their busiest days of the year was Christmas. Really? He said it wasn't Halloween because Halloween people had lots of other stuff to do. Yeah. But he said there was a hardcore crowd that they looked forward to going to Terra on Church Street on Christmas because they've spent at that point two full days with the relatives in their mm-hmm. nice face. And like, <laughs> yeah, I need the scream. I need to see a game with a chainsaw. Yeah. I need to get this out of my system. Like, awesome. Oh, those are my weird people. I got you. <laughs> I got you. Let's do something scary. Uh, we've been talking to, this is Pittsburgh Current Podcast, by the way. We've been talking to Scott Simmons and Katie Dudas of the Scarehouse Scream District. Um, anything in closing you guys want to tell the folks about your upcoming, uh, eventually? I'm going to uh, jump in real quick. Yeah. We want to thank the Strip District businesses yeah. and community yeah. down there. Holy cow, have they been supportive. It's a good neighborhood oh, yeah. to Oh, gosh. I've, I've met a lo- we've met so many people. All of them have been very enthusiastic. Uh, I met even more people the last couple of days who are, Hey man, I heard what's happening to you. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, yeah. you know, and, but yeah, it's, it's, that is a thing. I mean, we, to be clear, this is not a, just a pop-up thing. Like we're yeah. going to be in that building in the strip district for years. Yeah. Experimenting, doing a lot of fun, weird stuff. Yeah. So yeah, as Katie said, like the strip district, even the city has been very encouraging and they want us there. We just need to run this gauntlet of right. the permits and inspections. But, um, and it's a little self-serving, but I would encourage everyone to buy tickets because <laughs> it's even though, you know, especially because our opening continues to get delayed, there are only so many right. spaces available mm-hmm. and, you know, it um, they will still sell out. Yeah. And yeah, of course, if we have to delay again, we will, do exchanges, do everything else. But yeah, very much appreciate anybody who goes yeah. to scarehouse.com or screamdistrict.com and buy some tickets and have some fun. And where can they find you on the socials? Wow, we are all over the place now. Yeah. Uh, you can find Scarehouse on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Basement is now uh, Basement PGH on Instagram, Scarehouse. Oh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. My brain will get there eventually. Yeah. So yeah, depending on what you're into, you can find it. And the scare the scarehouse on YouTube, mm-hmm. uh, which has quietly become a huge thing, like some almost three hundred videos on there. Wow! And you can it that is fun for me. You can we've been shooting uh, HD video since two thousand seven. Wow! So it's really fun. You can go back and see old scarehouse videos, old behind the scenes stuff. You can see. Katie when she was but a child. Oh gosh, yeah, <laughs> you can see me. <laughs> yeah, I started out as just a, a wee zombie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How long have you been there? Oh gosh, I think this is either I think my ninth year. Okay. Or maybe going into my ten. I don't. Know. 
<laughs> but yeah, I started out as a, I was just a zombie. Yeah. I have no acting experience. And Were you just interested in haunted attractions or what was your? <laughs> no. <Do> you... no. <laughs> <laughs> it took me years to even go through Scare House. Really? Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm a chicken. Uh, but no, I, it's, it was a chance meeting at Anthrocon with, we yep. had, Scott and I had mutual friends and yeah. they're like, we're shooting a video for this new zombie haunt. Do you want to come down? I'm like, sure. Why not? Yep. And I'm like, this is fun. <laughs> yeah. Or hiring actors. Okay. And then I yeah. became an actor, then a haunt manager and so you yeah. know you're worked working. my way up. Yep. Good job. That's <laughs> awesome. Um, thank you guys for coming. I oh, really appreciate you. it. And uh, check out, um, get your reservations early for the scare house because it will sell out. And um, maybe I, I think the, I think the escape room is a nice in for people who've mm -hmm. never yeah. maybe done your traction before. So uh, I might venture out there myself. I'm a, bit of, I'm a bit of a chicken. Yeah. She'll be Shit. Fine. We've, really we've heard, we've heard multiple. Oh, could we have be swearing this whole time? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, we really oh, could. Oh, you gotta tell us in <laughs> advance. <laughs> yeah, this is, we're, we have a soft R here. Not right. a hard R, but a soft right. R. <laughs> Probably better that I could didn't know that when I was talking about our permit issue. Yeah, I actually was very proud of you for keeping. Um, keeping no, we've we've there. had many people say I can't do the basement, but I'll do the escape room. Yeah, like, okay, okay, you know. Well, yeah. Oh, then they go. I did the escape room. Let me try this basement yeah. thing. Yeah, it yeah. Happens. It's the entry. It's the entry drug. Yes. <laughs> just a taste. That's all you need to get hooked. Um, just like on the Disper Current podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you um, guys for talking, and uh, we will see you next week. New issues of Pittsburgh Current this Tuesday. PittsburghCurrent.com. A better alternative Giving Pittsburgh A better alternative This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.